0: my name. He is Bartimaeus and no one cares if I live or die. All day long I just sit here just walk on by, but today I heard them whispering. They said that Jesus was passing through, and oh, I'd heard that he had healed the blind This be true what's that I'm feeling now someone's hand is on my Tell somebody, tell somebody, tell somebody Just one touch Oh, it made my eyes to see And it gave new life to me Oh, and I must tell somebody
1: that day I don't want to get over it and I think too many of God's people have gotten over it and it's just the best thing that ever happened to us amen and there's a lot of things I wish I could forget I've done there's a lot of days I wish I could forget about in my life but that's one of them I don't ever want to forget and I don't want to get over it amen and I appreciate the Lord this morning let's go to Luke chapter number 19 in your Bible the book of Luke chapter number 19. Good spirit in the church house this morning. Praise the Lord for that. And I was feeling really good on the way here and then I got here and everybody was talking about Brother Simpson and all the great preaching he did and the Rochesters were here last week and now I just feel intimidated. Thanks Brother Pope. (laughs) Amen. No it's a blessing to hear about the good week and you can tell there's a spirit of revival here And that's a blessing That's a blessing Don't take it for granted And I'm going to tell you something uh, It ain't like this everywhere There's some dry places out there And the uh, sad thing is, Brother Pope There's some preachers I think that they're okay with that That's They're okay with it being dry Just come to church Go through the motions Have a revival Just to chalk it off the calendar And say, well, we did our fall revival And uh, I, I preach... Uh, preach a lot out in the Midwest, and uh, I'm from Arkansas, so that's kind of our roots. And, uh, you know, it just gets drier and drier the further west you go. There's, a, there's another end of I-40. I don't know if you all know that. And it's a whole lot different than this end. And uh, you get out there, and, and, and there are some good churches. There are some good men doing a good work. And, but even, even the good churches, a lot of times, they're not as vocal in their worship. Uh, for the Lord And they definitely don't have choir you know, it's, it's, it's rare to find a choir Out in places I go Like Texas and Missouri Places like that And so this this morning This has been a little bit of a shot in the arm for us And, and we lived out here for 10 years And I, I can remember Y'all forgive me Forgive me This is bad This is bad on my part But I can remember there were times I'm like not because he loved me again I know that's awful, ain't it? You know, it's like, man, I just heard that one last night or the day before. Now it's like, hey, yeah, because he loved me, glory to God. So, and uh, so, man, this has been a little shot in the arm. I appreciate that in the spirit here. And uh, he was talking about the church being packed out and some folks folks standing. And, man, that's, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. Don't take it for granted. Well, somebody's setting my seat. Good. Good. means the church is growing. Hallelujah. So uh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Luke, are you all in my amen corner? Yep. <laughs> all right, help me out. You're doing good so far. Don't let me down. Amen. All right, I'm aware of the time. I'm hungry too, so let's get right into the word. Luke chapter 19, and we'll begin reading in verse number one. Very familiar story here this morning. Verse one, and Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press, By the way, ain't it amazing how the press has always done such a good job at keeping people from seeing Jesus? (laughs) Some of y'all get that in a minute. Now, I might have taken that a little out of context, but it's still the truth. (laughs) Because he was little of stature, verse 4, and he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, His salvation come to this house for so much As he also is a son of Abraham For the son of man is come to seek and to save That which was lost I want to preach this morning on a very simple thought But on up a tree without Jesus Up a tree without Jesus I mentioned a while ago I grew up in Little Rock, Arkansas And and I can remember when I was growing up We used to do something back in those days It was called playing outside (laughs) Anybody remember growing up playing outside before all the video games and the gadgets and all that? And, and my kids got all that. I'm not fussing at anybody. But, man, I just remember we played outside all day long. I mean, we'd get dirty. We'd sweat. Any of you fellas remember sweating? Amen. I mean, you'd get so dirty, you'd come in and your mom would, you know, beat the snot out of you because you got so dirty. Now moms just wish their kids would go out and get dirty a little bit. And, um, and you know, those, those were good days. I mean... I thank God I was raised like that. Amen. Boys were boys and girls were girls. Nobody was confused about what bathroom to use. Amen. It was just good days. Hallelujah. And... Uh, but I remember one thing we used to do outside We used to climb trees a lot And, uh, and for me being short I mean I've been short my whole life Imagine that But I, 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 I could remember there was a tree Especially right behind our church I grew up at And, and the limbs were just right Where man I could get them limbs They were all just, just, just good enough I could get to the top of those trees and, and, and one thing I remember about climbing them trees You'd climb up a tree And you'd look out and you'd see everything And, and man I mean you felt tough as nails But then something happened You look down And then you realize I got a problem I got up this thing But now I got to get back down And you know what I found out At a very young age It's a whole lot easier To get up a tree Than it is to get down a tree Hey brother and sister There's people all over Union Grove And Statesville, North Carolina And all over this country And around the world That today they have found themselves Stuck up in a tree Some today are stuck up In a tree of alcohol some today are in the tree of dope, meth, heroin. Some today are up in a tree of just bad relationships. They think the re- a relationship with a man or a woman is the answer to all their problems. And it's one failed relationship after another. And they're just they're stuck up in that tree. You know, the sad thing is there's a lot of people today that are stuck up in a tree of religion. Been raised in church your whole life You know what to do You know how to do it You know how to turn the smile on You know how to act in front of the preacher Or in front of mom and dad But it's just religion You do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ And you're stuck up in a tree this morning But I got good news When Jesus is passing by He can help get you out of the tree Amen When rehab has failed you When AA has failed you Hey, I'm glad Jesus is good At getting people down out of the tree Hallelujah Notice several things this morning And then we'll, we'll go find a bite to eat Number one, I want you to notice the man's condition The condition of Zacchaeus I see he was a searching man The Bible said there in verse number 3 That he sought to see Jesus Who he was Now you've got to remember This is a man that by the world's standards He had it all I mean he had a great position The Bible said he was the chief Among the publicans No doubt with that position came great power the Bible says he was a prosperous man, it said, and he was rich. Could I say it this way? He was like the Donald Trump of his day. I mean, money, wealth, power. I mean, the man by the world standards had it all. And yet he's still climbing up this tree to look for that one thing that he didn't have. Maybe you're here this morning and you got a good career. Nothing wrong with a good career. But it ain't going to get you to heaven. Maybe you're here and, you know, you, you've got a lot of good things going for you. Maybe you got a lot of money in the bank. Nothing wrong with that. As a matter of fact, I'll give you my address. Amen. Share the wealth. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hey, nothing wrong with that, but that's not going to get you into heaven. Maybe you've got all these things in life going your way, and yet at night when you pillow your head, there's still no peace. Uh, uh, there's just no real peace in your life, and you know there's something missing. Amen. And nothing in this world's going to fill that void for you. You can make all the money the world has to offer. You can go buy a brand new big house, get you the fanciest car on the market. I mean, get all those things the world has to offer and there will still be no peace in your life until you meet Jesus. Amen. If you're searching this morning, could I say this? You've come to a good place. Oh, he's stirring around in here this morning. And when he's moving, that's a good time to get in. Amen. He was a searching man, but he was a short man. The Bible said there in verse number 3 that he sought to see Jesus who he was and could not for the press because he was little of stature. He was short. Hey, y'all, would there be any wonder today why Zach Kiss would be my favorite Bible character? (laughs) Amen. Man, I've been short my whole life. And uh, I turned 38 this year and I finally gave up on any chance of a growth spurt. It ain't happening. I mean, I'm I'm growing out. I'm just not growing up. (laughs) Heard about this one fellow, I don't know if I've told about him before or not, but he was driving down the road, he had just got saved, and man, he was excited about being saved, listening to some good gospel music, and he wasn't paying attention. And the light had turned red in front of him, and he ran right into the back of this big old pickup. I mean, just smack dab into the back of it. When he came to, he could see the guy in the in the, in the truck there just shaking his head, and he could tell he was upset. He thought, man, this guy's going to kill me. I mean, big old jacked up redneck pickup like some of y'all drive, amen. And uh, (laughs) he he was nervous. But his nervousness turned to laughter when the truck door opened and and out stepped a little dwarf. And he started laughing. He got tickled. And here come that little dwarf over toward him. I mean, face is red. He's just shaking his head. And the guy's trying to get the laughter under control. Finally, he rolls down his window, and that little dwarf stood up on his tippy-toes, got right in his face. He said, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. The guy chuckled. He said, which one of them are you? (laughs) Some of y'all get that in a little while. You blondes, you hang in there. It'll come to you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Zacchaeus was short, but hey y'all, he was he was short in more ways than one. See, the Bible said, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. I come up short, you come up short, amen. There's not a one of us here this morning that can measure up to the glory of Jesus Christ. And I think people got it in their head today, amen, corner, y'all doing good. People got it in their head today that when we get to heaven or the judgment seat, that there's going to be like a scale. And as long as our good works outweigh our bad works, then God's going to say, come on in. Hey, you better read your Bible. That's not how it works, amen. If there were a scale, it would be me in one side and it would be the Son of God in the other, amen. And we come up short every time. You cannot measure up to God. You cannot, hey, you can't do enough good works. You can't donate enough money to charity. It don't matter how sweet and kind you are. It don't matter what kind of education you have or the degrees that you have, amen. All that matters when you die and leave... This world is. Have you been to Calvary? Has the blood been applied? That's all that's going to matter. You say, "Well, I mean, I've been to Calvary Baptist Church." Well, that's good, but you better go to the cross of Calvary. Amen. Well, I'm a member of a church. Or I've been baptized. I've had. All, I've done all these religious things. You better get to Jesus, or you'll die and burn in hell throughout eternity if you don't get to Calvary. Amen. He was short. We're all. We all come up short. He was short, but he got serious. It said in verse number four, and he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. He got serious about getting to Jesus. You know, a lot of people will die and go to hell just because they never take salvation seriously. We take our job seriously. We take school and education seriously. We take ball games seriously. Some of y'all right now are biting your fingernails because he's got to get done. There's a game coming up. Amen. And you'll miss the blessings of what we're all and most of us are enjoying here today, because you take some of that stuff way too seriously. But it seems like the matter of salvation—ah, I'll deal with that another day. I'll take care of that another time. What's the big deal? It's eternity. This life is temporary, and it's flying by so quickly. But eternity—eternity eternity without God—burning in a lake of fire in everlasting flames and torment and darkness, never having another chance. This is serious business. You need to come to Jesus. The man's condition. Secondly, we see the master's command. Jesus comes by. And the first thing I see in verse number 5 that he tells Zacchaeus was, "It said, notice it in verse 5, when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste. Could I say it this way? Jesus said, Zacchaeus, hurry up. He said, you need to hurry up. Don't waste another second. Don't waste another day. You need to come on down. Amen. Amen. Can I say this morning, you need to hurry up. If God's dealing with your heart, it's time to do business with the Lord. You say, I'll take care of that later in life. I'll take care of that later on. You don't know that there's going to be a later on. You don't know there's going to be another day. A prayer request was mentioned this morning about some people that died in a car wreck. And you don't, that could be me or you. I, I'm not wishing that on anybody. I'm saying that's the reality, though. Nobody gets into their car thinking this is going to be the day that somebody's going to hit me head on or from the side and I, my life will be over. Right. Nobody, nobody, nobody on 9 11, amen, went to work that day in the Twin Towers thinking, I bet somebody's going to fly planes into the building today. No, nobody thought that. This missionary family They had no idea that that day As they went to town there in Africa That that husband would get shot in the head Thankfully he would profess to be a saved man Doing the work of the Lord So as far as we know he's in heaven But what I'm saying is we don't know We can't anticipate these things And that you don't know You don't know if you're going to live to be A hundred years old or ten years old And that's why you need to get This matter of salvation settled Hurry up. But then he also said this. He said, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down. He said, you need to humble yourself. You need to come down. You know why most people go to hell? It ain't their dope that sends them to hell. It ain't their liquor that sends them to hell. Amen. You know, most people in hell today are simply there because of their pride. They had too much pride to come to Jesus. Amen. I'm I'm a self-made man, and you'll burn in hell as a self-made man. Amen. I mean, we need to get off our high horse and realize, amen, need to realize we're we're sinners in need of a Savior. I played church 19 years of my life. Brother Pope grew up in an independent King James Bible-preaching church. I mean, good standards, convictions. I mean, went to some of the big youth conferences around America. I was in my second year of Bible college. Got under conviction and realized, man, I'm lost and I'm going to hell. No preacher got up and, and did all the, you know, playing games, you know, well, if you didn't do this or you didn't do that, if you didn't cry, if you didn't do. I, I'm not talking about that kind of mess, looking for a recap or a retread. I just got under conviction and I realized I was going to hell. I was playing religious games. And you know what? The first time God dealt with me, I, I, I didn't I didn't do anything about it. But I'm glad he kept dealing with it. I had too much pride. I, I just, I, I, man, I'm in college. I'm, I'm. Mom and Dad are, are, are active in the church and leadership position. I can't. But you know, it was a good day on June the fifth of two thousand when I finally chunked all the pride out the window. Amen. And I got a relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. Don't let your pride send you to hell. Somebody said this: If you come to God like a rich man, you'll leave like a beggar. But if you'll come to God like a beggar, you'll leave rich. Amen. The master's command. But then I want you to notice Zacchaeus made a marvelous choice. He made the right choice. Amen. I like that old song they sing over in the mountains. I tell you the best thing I ever did do. I pulled off that old coat and I put on the new you just have to hear it with a banjo I guess amen I like it though amen I like it y'all need to get it y'all helping me all right? I tell you the best thing I ever did do I pulled off that old coat and I put on the new you know what somebody needs to do here this morning you need to come to an old fashioned altar lay off that old coat of sin and carnality and worldliness amen and you need to let God put that new coat of imputed righteousness on you hey I'm glad this morning for the Day when I chose Jesus Christ. Amen. Oh, I believe Zacchaeus ran to him. Look at it in verse number 6. The Bible said, And he made haste and came down. I believe as, I mean, as fast as them little legs would get him down out of that tree, he came down to meet Jesus Christ today. Hey, you need to run to him. Amen. Amen. You need to run to him. Don't waste another second. Don't waste another day or a moment. Come to Jesus before it's eternally too late. But then he received him. The Bible said that he made haste and came down and received him. Now, a lot of Calvinists have a problem with that. But I have a problem with them, so, you know, <laughs> uh, he received him. You know, it's, it's one thing to believe in God or believe in heaven and believe in hell. It's a whole other thing to receive the gift of salvation. And, you know, there's a lot of people in hell today that sat in church services, that heard preaching like you hear week to week. They heard the choir sing the good songs, because He loved me, my Savior died. But they just never received Him. They never accepted that gift of salvation. Amen. Don't just have a head knowledge of the Lord. Amen. Have a personal relationship with Him. And if you haven't done that, if you haven't got that settled, what a good day it'd be. What a happy day it'd be in your life if you would just... Look to Jesus, amen, and trust Him. Call on Him before it's everlasting too late. He received Him. But I like this too. He rejoiced. The Bible said He received Him joyfully. Hey, could I just say for a second that I'm glad when I got saved God gave me joy? Amen I don't don't like dead Dry hide Christianity Amen I mean seriously We get in some churches It's drier than cracker juice Amen I'm gonna tell you I'm glad when God saved me He gave me joy I mean it's joy Unspeakable Full of glory Amen Hey Hey I got something to shout about This morning I got something to sing about This morning God's blessed me God's been good to me God's been faithful to me And I'm not gonna keep it Bottled up inside Amen I got something to reject rejoice about today hey if they shout at the ball game we shout in the church house hallelujah hey God did more for you than that ball ever did amen he's the one that went to Calvary he's the one that shed his blood he's the one that took the nails amen I say we got reason to rejoice today it's just good to be saved hallelujah you can't say that enough because it's the truth it's good to be saved oh what a marvelous choice he made I wonder today what choice will you make you going to choose Jesus or are you going to choose yourself? Are you going to choose heaven or will you choose hell? Notice one last thing and I'm done. I see here in the story the mission of Christ. You'll, you'll notice the first nine verses of chapter 19. They all begin with that little word and. And Jesus and behold and he all the way down through there. But when you come to verse number 10, it's not and, it's for. Verses 1 through 9, it's like Jesus is on a mission. But that little word for indicates purpose. And we find His purpose in verse number 10. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Hey, y'all, that's why He came. Jesus didn't come to this world To be some kind of a celebrity He didn't come to be a sports star He didn't come to be a politician He came for one reason One reason only To seek and to save That which was lost And you know I like the fact that it said There in verse 10 The son of man is come Present tense Not that he did come Not not that he will come He is come In other words Just like he passed by that Day by Zacchaeus's tree, he's still passing by. He's still looking for people to help. He's still looking for souls to save. And could I say this to us that are saved, to the church, amen? Could I say this? The mission of Christ hasn't changed. People are still lost. People still need to hear the gospel here and around the world, amen? And we need to be concerned about the mission of Christ. His mission, his love ought to be our love. Amen. It shouldn't be a burden when the preacher says it's time to go soul winning and visitation and pass out tracts. That shouldn't make that shouldn't bother you. Uh, when the preacher says, hey, hey, November 14th, we got a missionary family coming, going to California. It is a mission field. Right. Amen. I'm telling you, it, it ain't like out here where you got an independent King James Bible preaching church on every corner. It's desolate out there. That shouldn't make a... Why do gotta support another missionary? Because people are still dying and going to hell. That's the mission. That's why we're here. Once you're saved, amen, you become a servant of Jesus, a soldier of Jesus Christ, a witness. That's why we're here. If, if, if God didn't have a plan for us, then as soon as he saved us, he would have just called us on home. But hey, here we are and we got a mission. We need to see that mission through, amen. The mission of Christ. Could I say this and I'm done I a couple years ago we moved from Ashboro, North Carolina to Dyersburg, Tennessee and and uh, our our house we bought has a has a big oak tree in the back. Big big oak tree. And uh the the highest branch of that tree, I mean it's Almost as high as this ceiling. You can't, nobody in my family can just get up there and get on it. And so I'd been gone one day and I came home. And my my boys, they had rigged up this thing. They took a, one of my coolers and set it at the foot of the tree. And had a box on that. And then they had taken my extension ladder. And they put it on the coolers and strapped bungee cords to the to the tree, you know. I mean, trashy looking. I'm sure all the neighbors were like, oh no, who's the new folks, you know. And, but they did that so they could get up on that limb, and then once they got there, then they could climb up higher in the tree. Well, about a month after we moved there, a couple months later, uh, my, my kids started stirring around one day and yelling, hollering for me and their mom. And, and Kyla, she sang a while ago. Kyla's the baby of the family. She was about six at that time. And uh, she had decided she wanted to climb up the, the ladder and get on the branch. But once she got up there, she was scared to come back down. And there was a little bit of a gap there between that branch and the and the ladder. And so my wife came out there and she, she climbed up the ladder and she reached up to Kyla and said, just, just fall into my arms, I'll catch you. And she was scared. And she 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 was fearful. She didn't want to, she's afraid she's gonna fall. And so I went back working in my shop out there and this went on for about 30 minutes. Kyla's you know, squalling, and, and my wife's just saying, come on. And really, any, at any time she was close enough, my wife really could have just reached up and grabbed her. She's trying to teach her a lesson. Trust me, I'm going to catch you. And you know what happened? Finally, after a while, I just sort of leaned over into her, and my wife called her, and, and she brought her down out of that tree. Hey, could I say this morning, if you're up a tree today, Jesus stands with arms wide open, and He wants to help you get down. If you'll just fall into His arms, He'll catch you. He'll get you down out of that tree. We're standing all over the building, musicians coming to get us a song of invitation ready. If you don't know the Lord today, will not you let somebody take a Bible. In just a few moments, we can show you how to be saved, how to have eternal life you don't have that nailed down if all you got's religion I'm not trying to talk anybody out of their salvation but if you're just playing church if you're playing church and you die without God hell's awful for anybody but it'll be a little bit worse for you because you'll remember the invitations you'll remember the messages you'll remember Brother Pope pleading with you to come to Jesus you'll remember that throughout eternity and there'll be no more chances but today you got a chance the Lord's dealing with your heart Why don't you trust Him Let me ask you this to the saved folks here this morning Probably most of us are saved this morning What are you doing to help fulfill the mission of Christ Are you doing your part Or have you gotten a little bit lazy Have you dropped the ball Hey that's why we're here Hey nothing wrong with enjoying the ball games But there's bigger things than ball games There's even more important things than our job will do this week And that's telling the lost world About a Savior That wants to save their soul That's why we're here Lord, thank you for making preaching easy this morning I appreciate the good liberty And I pray that you'll bless the invitation now Bless these have come No doubt maybe some more need to move here this morning But I pray you'll work in our hearts In Jesus' name, amen If you need to come this morning Some have come already As our sister plays on the piano Won't you come? Mind the Lord today
2: our heads just for a moment and uh, while these are doing business with the Lord in the altar this morning let me ask just a question or two so I know how to pray this morning I'm not embarrassing anybody I just, just want to pray accordingly I wonder how many here today would say pastor I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I'm saved and going to heaven when I die I know there's not even a, not even a remote doubt I know that I'm saved If you can honestly say that between you and the Lord, with heads bowed and eyes closed, nobody looking, would you just slip your hand up? You can take it right back down. Thank you so much. I wonder how many would you just let me pray for you today. You'd say, Pastor, if I died, I'm not sure about salvation. I'm not sure about heaven. And I want you to remember me. And you'd slip your hand up. Is there one like that anywhere? Bless your heart. Bless your heart. God bless you. Thank you so much. Is there another? Right now, you'd slip your hand up. Let Pastor pray for you. Right now, you'd slip your hand up. Raise it real high so I don't miss you. Preacher, pray for me. If I died today, I'm not sure I would go to heaven. Would you pray for me? We're going to pray. And you know what, maybe there's somebody here this morning and you say, Pastor, I'm saved but I, I've got a loved one that I know of that just needs Christ so much. And maybe, it, maybe in just a moment you just slip down here and just, just mention their name to Christ and ask the Lord to work in their heart. Or maybe ask the Lord to open a door for you to get a witness in. And so we're going to pause just for a moment and I want you to come. We're going to be here on the main floor and if We can pray with you about a need or a burden or something that's going on. It could be this. It could be there may be somebody here today that needs to to rededicate their life back to Christ. They're really not where they need to be with the Lord. And today, you'd come. And and as Brother uh, Waters preached today, you'd you'd come down. You'd you'd humble yourself. And you'd come and say, you know what? I need to rededicate my life to Christ today. So we're going to invite you to come. We're going to invite you to come, Father. I pray that you'll work in this invitation. Lord, several have come. Others are coming right now. God, I pray that you'd work in hearts. And Lord, especially, I pray for those that need Christ. Lord, I pray that you'd not allow anything to hold them back. I pray they'd come and receive the Lord today. God, help those that need to, Lord, have a time of rededication. Lord, rededicate their life back to the Lord. Get right with God, whatever it might be. Lord, I pray that you'd work in hearts. Thank you for speaking to us through the, the service today and through the message today. So, Lord, have that way, please. And we thank you. In Jesus' name, we ask it. Our heads are about, our eyes are closed. Pastor, will make his way to the main floor if we can help you. We're here. You come this morning while we wait.